It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and a huge welcome to this week's show, Gina Gardner and Friends. I'm joined by Brian G. Basham. He is an amazing guy, and we're going to have the most incredible conversation. He is the founder of Evolution Evolution and the host of a new show called Soulfully Speaking. Now, Evolution Evolution and Soulfully Speaking, mm, they're quite interesting names. So tell me more. Well, first of all, Gina, it's a joy to be here with you and your audience today. So a special hello to everyone who's listening. And, you know, I'm American, but I live in Toronto. And I always love when someone from Britain uh, says evolution, evolution. You make it sound so much more elegant. <laughs> uh, so evolution, evolution is the company I founded uh, almost three years ago on November 11th, 11-11. And it's pretty simple. My life has been an evolution. And there's two re there's a reason why it's named twice. Evolution, evolution. The we have always a sole purpose, and humanly we're always evolving. And and so when we listen to that inner evolution of our soul lessons, it will impact and enlighten us to how we are to live in the world. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think that we are all on a journey of evolution if and when we choose to be. Mm -hmm. And I think there are those who choose to stay stuck because they find it a bit scary to step out of their comfort zone or their familiarity zone, that they want to, to stay within the confines of what they know, even if it's not comfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, my own life, as I mentioned, has been an evolution because I started out as a Catholic priest for eight years. And four years in a parish, four years I was the private secretary to a cardinal. And then I felt this desire inside to 
move forward in a different way. I wanted to stand in my truth. I wanted to love another person. I wanted to bring my gifts out into the world in a different way. And that was an invitation to evolve. And it doesn't always mean that you have to know how to do it. But it, the first step is to acknowledge it. And by acknowledging it, it's just a sense of like realizing there's something happening inside. And even if there's fear or, you know, some resistance, there's something there that wants to draw us closer. And we have the choice to listen or not to listen. And don't you think it's interesting that when people don't listen, the God, the universe, call it what you will, has a, a habit of giving you a little poke and then it gives you a slap and then it gives you a kick. And then if you still don't listen, something monumental seems to happen. And I think for many people, as they are dealing with today's challenges, I think the danger is that they don't hear those this whispers in their ear, that feeling in their stomach, they ignore it because there's so much noise going on around them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what we are being drawn to do, you know, what we're being invited to evolve towards will keep showing up until we pay attention to it. And, you know, sometimes it's instant and sometimes it can be a few years, you know, of just repeating certain lessons and seeing certain things. And finally, we get to that moment or there is a lot of noise. You know, there's that's one of the things that we saw through the pandemic that, you know, when the whole world was put on pause there was no way to numb things in our life that we were avoiding. All of a sudden, we were stuck at home. We were, were with family. We were with people. We were alone. And we couldn't run away. You know, the things that could distract us from going out to have drinks with friends or to travel or to shop or sports. And all those things are wonderful and positive. But that can also numb us to not listening. And that's why even in the pandemic, there's been so much change of people looking at new careers and moving because they actually started to hear what they were what they were avoiding. You know, when I think about evolution, I think that there there's so many aspects that we could explore. But one of the things that strikes me is that if you think about evolution in terms of incremental steps, very often people will just get a better or a bigger version of the same thing. So I liken the difference between just becoming bigger and better version of oneself or actually a metamorphosis. And so if you think of the life cycle of a butterfly, you know, in reality, many people just become bigger and fatter uh, uh, caterpillars. They're still doing the same thing with the same perspective, chomping on the same old leaves. But when you think about them transforming that metamorphosis into a butterfly, they actually become, if you cut a, a chrysalis in half, it's just mush. Mm -hmm. So there's almost a, a destruction of what was in order for the new to come forward. And I'd like to think that as human beings, that we're evolved enough to take the best of us along that journey. But I think sometimes wanting to hold on to the old 
actually stops us from moving to the new and flying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's when we hold on to the old, there sometimes can be a sense of feeling of safety or a false sense of safety. That sense of, you know, the wonder if I let go, is this going to happen? You hear that so often. Maybe there are individuals who are listening right now of, I would like to start my own company. I would like to change jobs, but I have a great pension. But what if it doesn't succeed? And that holds us back. We can hold on to that. But evolution is actually helping. It really is an invitation to take the step, one step at a time. And that's where the shift happens through the experience to help guide us forward. There's a lot to talk about. I'd like to talk about um, when we come back after the break, because we're just going to go for a short break, to talk about the step-by-step change and how we can uh, help ourselves and others in that process. So please don't go away. Uh, We'll be back in just a minute. Long day with ADT. It's safe to say... Nap time. Okay. When you know your home is protected by the largest security network in the industry. Protect what matters most with the security company that's helped save more lives than any other home security provider. This is a St. Jude moment. Ashton was a high-level athlete, and in an instant, your world flips, and your healthy five-year-old competitive cheerleader has a brain tumor. And the physician was like, your best option is St. Jude. Receiving treatment that was life-saving for our child and knowing that that treatment would be of no cost to us was a huge weight lifted. Learn more at stjude.org. Welcome back. Before the break, I was talking to Brian about evolution and his company, Evolution. Evolution is built on the basis of people making those step changes to become the best version of themselves moving forward. I'm really interested in terms of what you've learned on your journey and how that translates to helping other people in their evolutionary journey. Great question. So, you know, my own evolution and, and what I've learned through that Uh, impacts the work that I do with leaders, with individuals to help them in their personal professional evolution as well. The first step that I came to realize is that we often start to feel something Mm -hmm. that is calling us to evolve. And it can be sometimes a positive sense. There can be an excitement of, oh, I would love to create something I've always wanted to do, you know, whatever that might be. Or it can also be a sense of tension, you know, of, oh, every time I walk into this office and I cross the threshold, my energy is depleted within seconds. And even though I'm an expert in this field, I'm not joyful. Like there's something not right here. So that is the first indication to be curious, to see that there's a desire seeking to come forward. And I think the one of the most important steps is not to slam the door once you start to see that. Because and we slam the door with fear. I remember the night when I was in Boston as a priest walking down the street when it kind of hit me that I knew 
I saw these two couples leaving a restaurant saying goodnight. And I was on the other side of the street. And it was a very simple human reaction of these two couples meeting after work, having a dinner, saying goodnight, going on their way. And I said, I want that. Mm-hmm. There's something inside of me that I wanted that. But by the time I walked back to the cathedral where I was living, I was riddled with fear and anxiety of, oh, how can that happen? Where would I get the money? You know, I'm, there's so many people who have invested in me. But it's just about being curious, just being curious. The second most important step that I really feel is important, if you want to make a conscious change, whatever that might be, whether that's in a relationship or professionally, or just even maybe there's something you want to just learn more about, but you've always been hesitant about it, so you're not knowing what to do is hold your cards close. When we start telling everyone that we're thinking about doing something, that's, that can really rattle our, you know, the sense of confidence. Everyone will have an opinion. So the most important thing that I have found is if you want to make a conscious change to evolve, hold your cards to your, close Speak with one or two individuals that you trust. Maybe it can be a professional, that can be a trusted friend that will unconditionally listen to what you are trying to seek. Because when we don't have full clarity and you start talking to too many people, it just confuses. It becomes like a category. It goes from a tropical storm to a category five hurricane within seconds. And everybody's got an opinion, haven't they? Everyone's got an opinion. And I think that's really important. And it doesn't mean that you're not being truthful. It doesn't mean that you're hiding. It means that you're seeking that inner clarity and you're giving yourself the, the space, the time to listen, as you said, to know what to do next. You know, there's a there's a huge wisdom in what you say. And I think so many people are are bound by what will other people think? You know, what will happen um, if I fail? How will that look? And you talked about, you know, the door and being able to push against the door. So many people close and lock and bolt the door before they've started. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do this because I'll fail spectacularly. And because they have that fear of failure, the reality is that they're not going to try. They're not going to explore. They're not going to be curious. And so failure is a done deal. Mm -hmm. And I love, you know, what you say, and very much it resonates with me, is that the, the not knowing where this is going to lead you, other than knowing that where you are is not where you want to be, and that if you are curious and, I think, playful about where you go, and by playful, I don't mean being childish, quite the opposite, but just exploring and allowing yourself to take on board the experience fully to see whether it feels right. Mm -hmm. And that sense of does it feel light, does it feel right or not? And getting to know that because so many people have no sense of what's right for them because they're so busy taking Mm -hmm. on the opinions of others. Mm -hmm. And I also think, too, you know, no matter what you are feeling to evolve towards or to make a conscious change, it doesn't always mean that it's easy. It can be about a relationship, a friendship, a 
uh, a deep romantic relationship, a professional aspect of something you want to go on towards, there can be pain there. There can be some deep emotion, but that's also an an invitation to heal and an invitation to have even more clarity, to have more peace. And that's where a lot of resistance will also come as well. But not to be afraid to go through some of that. That's why it's important to have the right people that you're sharing that with. Because through that healing, that's where you're going to have tremendous clarity and to know exactly what is calling you next. And to have fun with it. You know, once you start to go through that, that's where some of the creativeness comes as well. And there's no time limits. You know, some things take a while. Some, you know, evolution has been going on for millions of years. The same with us and our sole purpose and how we live. Sometimes it's not going to happen overnight. You know what I mean? So you have to be patient with that as well. I think so many people feel that they've got to know all the nuts and bolts and know exactly how they're supposed to be and where it's going before they're prepared to start. And I think when you surrender to life, and I know that doesn't mean giving up, but just surrender to the possibilities that there are and give yourself the opportunities, you say, to explore, to experiment, to be curious. Amazing things happen and doors that you didn't even know exist appear and open before you Mm -hmm. and the other thing i'd like to say just before we go to a break is the pain the struggle a bit like a butterfly go back to that analogy from before you know if you help a butterfly out of its chrysalis it doesn't ever learn to fly it's not able to because the struggle of getting out of the chrysalis allows the blood to pump into the wings and we grow in strength through our struggle don't we it's if we have no struggle and and no challenge, then where's the evolution? Mm-hmm. And that's where we evolve. And when you look at the word evolution, you know, the very first word that can be created out of that is the word love. As we evolve, we grow in a deeper self-love of ourselves. We learn to love others more and to love what we are creating in the world and and that's where that beautiful life magic happens it's a great place to stop for another break when we come back i want to explore in a bit more detail self-love and how important that is so please don't go away meet rajat he started his class's whatsapp group and became super popular yeah i was always popular timetable changes Celebrating class cancellations, rehearsal updates, sharing notes, farewells, crying over surprise tests. Everything happens on the group. Rajat may be the admin, but he's never really had to act like one. Except today. Are you really sure that this is true? No, man. It was a forward, so I no, thought... Rajat patiently right? explained that such messages could create tension and turn people against each other. I mean, it's dangerous. Please don't do this again, yeah. Or else I'll have to remove you from the group. Come, let's go get some dosas. And then, Come. it was time for the college fest, yeah? Be like Rajat. Share joy, not rumours. Where are you headed? Uh, I'm just gonna hang out. If any of your buddies ever pressure you to take a drink, just 
Tell them you promised your dad you wouldn't. I promise. Love you too, Dad. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Welcome back. We're going to explore the importance of self-love in your evolution. And if you're listening to this, I'd like you to think about the relationship that you have with you. Do you love yourself? Do you use the same criteria to measure your own success that you do others? Or are you someone that's so busy being critical of yourself um, and wishing that things were different that you have failed to really recognize what an amazing human being you are? You're unique. There's only one of you. And I believe that self-love is very much at the heart of any self-development, any evolution. What's your thoughts? Oh, 10 billion percent. You know, I'll give a, you know, I'll share a personal story that, you know, really helped me to understand what does self-love mean? Um, in 2019, I, you know, I was a partner in executive search. I left and I took a few months off before deciding, you know, what and how I wanted to launch next. Yeah. And I went to Australia and I'd never been there. I wanted to travel. So I went to visit a dear friend. And I also had a deep desire to go on a retreat, um, to spend some time, to listen, to really connect with myself. So I went to Queensland to this amazing place called Guanana. And it was a wellness retreat, seven days. It was, you know, amazing yoga, exercise, organic food, reflection, nature, everything. And, you know, I'm a very healthy guy. You know, I just ran the Toronto half marathon, you know, the other day. I'm, you know, gotcha. exercise is very important to me and, and good living. However, I've always been super self-conscious about my body. And when I was a kid, always was a little heavier and always was aware, even as an adult, every time I was photographed or if I was in a video, how did I look? You know, what are people thinking? Oh, my gosh, I had a big dinner last night. So that means I need to do a bigger workout the next day. There was an imbalance there. When I was on that retreat in Australia on like the fourth day, there was this amazing exercise they had us do. It was a very group of exercise and there's a lot of movement and at the end after 90 minutes you ended kind of laying on the floor and then there was a stillness in the room and at that very moment I started to feel this deep sense inside of me I started to cry and I knew at that moment I said to myself it was a clarity I will never ever make fun or speak negative about my body ever again. And I knew at that moment, there was a sense I had to love myself, my beautiful body of who I was. Because when you're not doing that, it holds us back. And that's why there's so much judgment. There's so many things like on Instagram, people looking one way and you're comparing yourself. It's a real issue. But self-love is about loving who you are. It doesn't mean you can't work on it and, and try and perfect something. If there's some, not perfect, improve to, you know, to grow. 
And that was a moment for me that was so freeing at 47 years old on a floor in Australia on a retreat to finally say, I love Brian and I will never say a hurtful word against myself again. And it was very freeing. So powerful. And I think the more people I speak to, the more I recognize that the lack of self-love is at the heart of so many issues. Loving ourselves, wobbly bits and all, loving ourselves, recognizing that we are perfect in our imperfections. That, and as you say, it doesn't mean that, that you don't want to become a better version of you, but to do that in a constructive and balanced way and to feed yourself healthily, to look after yourself in a healthy way. And one of the things, and, and many of the listeners will have heard this before, but one of the things that's helped so many clients is when I say to them, but how would you treat your very best friend? Do you treat yourself as well as you treat your best friend? And if you imagine that you are your best friend, which in reality you are, because you take yourself into every moment of every day, how about treating yourself as you would somebody that you really value who's not you and use it as the measure? And it gives people something to to think about. When I'm speaking to myself in that voice in my head, would I speak to somebody else like that? Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to uh, make myself feel better by eating the third donut, what would I do if somebody else was here and was feeling unhappy and was about to reach for the third donut? Rather than that, would I say, come on, tell me what's the matter? How can I help? Mm-hmm. And I think self-love for me is, is at the very core of evolving into the best version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hey, and sometimes that third donut might be the exact right thing to do with that day to say, I'm giving myself all the love today to enjoy and indulge in this because I've I've been so good. And that's a good thing too. But it always comes back to what are you telling yourself? Yeah. And I couldn't agree with you more, Gina. One of the things I do with my clients, I always ask them, what story are you streaming? I, I, I call it, don't go Netflix. <laughs> and we do it all the time. We can stream a story in our minds, you know, of negativity, or we stream something that we are think is going to happen or how someone's going to per- perceive us. And especially for those who are listening in your audience right now that are in some type of leadership or management role, or even if it doesn't matter, like you could be volunteering, you're going to get triggered sometimes. And, and you start creating a story in your mind of, oh, I've never been valued. I've never been this way. And it's always about what's fact, what's fiction, and where do you fall in the midst of that? And to really be honest. So couldn't agree more. You know, we're the author of our own life story. It makes such sense to make ourselves the hero or heroine rather than the, the victim or the villain. villain. We're running out of time. Where can people get hold of you? Absolutely. So I welcome to hear from anyone. I'm very active on LinkedIn. So feel free to connect to me on LinkedIn. Say that you heard me here on Gina's wonderful show. I also have a new live show um, that I just launched on October 17th called Soulfully Speaking with Brian G. Bashan. 
It is live every Monday at 12 o'clock Eastern on LinkedIn and YouTube. So YouTube is brand new. So go over there, subscribe, all those things you know you're supposed to do. And you can also reach out to me at brian at evolutionevolution.com. And I welcome to hear from anyone. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Now, we're very proud to be members of B1G1, Buy One, Give One. Um, it's an organization that works worldwide with a whole range of pod, uh, projects to help uh, people to live a better quality life and to help the environment. All of the projects are vetted and the organization is set up based on businesses um, involving kindness and thoughts for others as part of their daily practice. And so we invite every guest to choose one of four projects uh, that we have at any given time um, and we donate on your behalf. And mm. so the four projects at the moment are clean water, um, feeding the hungry, education and the environment. Which of those four projects would you like us to donate to on your behalf? You know, I would love for you to donate to uh, education. Brilliant. Well, a donation will be going uh, on your behalf. And as listeners, don't forget that just by listening, you can help because we donate uh, meals based on the number of listeners that uh, are to the show. So please listen again and do share it. I'd love to hear your story and to hear how you're doing. My email address is Gina, G-I-N-A, at Gina Gardiner, G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R, and friends.com. It just remains for me to say a big thank you to Brian and a huge thank you to you, the listeners. Thank you very much for joining me and I hope you'll join me in the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at Gina at genuinely-u.com.